Hey, Mike Baker here. Well, spring is in full swing. And for millions of folks, that means yard work and gardening. Am I right? Now, here's a pro tip for those of you looking to spruce up your landscaping. Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the U.S. They've got over 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. Save yourself the time and trouble of multiple trips to those crowded nurseries. You know what I'm talking about. Fast Growing Trees is a complete time saver. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all, and it's delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. They can tell you what grows best in your area, how to plant, when to plant. It's like having your own expert gardener. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And listeners to the President's Daily Brief can get an extra 15% off by using promo code PDB at checkout. So go to FastGrowingTrees.com and use promo code PDB at checkout. Well, it's hump day, ladies and gentlemen. At least I, I think it's still called hump day. We've made it to the middle of the week. It's Wednesday, September 20th. Welcome to the President's Daily Brief. I'm Mike Baker, your eyes and ears on the world stage. By now, you know the drill. Let's get briefed. Up first, a murder mystery with international implications unfolds in Canada. Evidence suggests the government of India may be involved in the assassination of a Sikh activist on Canadian soil, and repercussions are already underway. Because, well, civilized nations aren't supposed to do that sort of thing. Next, we turn our attention to the Taiwan Strait. The island nation is condemning what it labels as harassment from China's military, which has deployed over 150 warplanes towards Taiwan in a matter of days. Dozens of Chinese fighter jets have breached Taiwan's airspace. That would seem to qualify as harassment. Also, a united front at the UN General Assembly as both Ukrainian President Zelensky and U.S. President Biden make appeals for increased international support for Ukraine and its ongoing struggle against Russia. And finally, in the back of the brief, could the U.S. Senate be on the verge of a fashion revolution? Majority Leader Chuck Schumer believes it's time to relax the unwritten dress code, apparently inspired by Pennsylvania Senator John Fetterman's unique take on Capitol Hill fashion. And by unique, I mean he's sporting the sartorial look from the Bill Belichick catalog. But first today's PDB Spotlight. The name Hardeep Singh Ninjar might not ring a bell, but he's become the focal point of a growing rift between India and Canada. So what's the story? For some time now, he passionately championed the Khalistan movement, advocating for a separate Sikh state within India's Punjab region. The movement's roots stretch back to the late 1980s, when it emerged as an armed uprising in northern Punjab. Notably, Sikhs, though prevalent in Punjab, make up only about 1.7% of India's vast population. This insurgency raged for over a decade. The Indian government's response was swift and severe, resulting in the deaths of thousands, including several high-profile Sikh leaders. Although there isn't an active insurgency in Punjab today, the Khalistan cause remains alive among some supporters, and Nijar was one of them. According to the Indian government, Nijar was the head of a group called the Khalistan Tiger Force, 
which it designated as a terrorist organization earlier this year. Now, fast forward to June 18th, when Najjar faced a tragic end. He was shot and killed right outside a Sikh cultural center in Surrey, British Columbia. That, you might guess, is in Canada. Now, the assassins themselves have not yet been identified. But this week, Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau claimed his government has, quote, credible allegations suggesting Indian government agents might have had a hand in Nijar's murder. Trudeau insists that Canada will ensure those responsible for this act will be held accountable. If these allegations hold water, it signifies a major breach. The Indian government potentially orchestrating the killing of a Canadian citizen on Canadian turf. India, for its part, has outright denied any involvement, labeling Trudeau's remarks as absurd. Yet the fallout is evident. Both Ottawa and New Delhi are on the offensive, expelling key diplomats in a rapid exchange that's seen the relationship between these two nations nosedive. Interestingly, there are whispers in the corridors suggesting Canada might have partnered with U.S. intelligence to ferret out India's potential role in the murder. Now, if true, this event will be a severe stain on India and likely set back Prime Minister Modi's efforts to elevate India's position and role on the world stage. Think back to other similar events, the aftermath of the Saudi Kingdom's role in the brutal murder of Saudi journalist Jamal Khashoggi in Istanbul back in 2018. Or any number of incidents, take your pick, where Russia's Vladimir Putin either succeeded or failed to kill out-of-favor Russians on foreign soil. All right, up next, Taiwan sounds the alarm as China ramps up its military presence in the skies, sending an unprecedented number of warplanes in a show of force. Plus, a joint call to action at the UN General Assembly. Presidents Zelensky and Biden plead for stronger international backing for Ukraine against Russian aggression. I'll be right back. Mike Baker here. I want to talk about, well, nobody's favorite subject, and that's debt. Now, being in debt is, well, it's like sinking in quicksand. You're trapped, you, you feel helpless, and the harder you struggle, the deeper in debt you can get. Now, if you're trapped in debt, let me suggest a solution. Done with debt. Now, Done with Debt has created a brilliant new strategy with one goal in mind, getting you out of debt quickly and permanently. Done with Debt stops the struggle. First, they stand between you and your bill collectors. Then, they negotiate a plan to end your debt permanently, without bankruptcy and then without loans. They get you out of debt quickly and put more cash in your pocket monthly. But you need to contact Done With Debt right away because some debt solutions, well, they expire and you don't want to miss out. It's easy to get started. Go to donewithdebt.com and get a free consultation. You have nothing to lose. Talk with one of their experts and discover a strategy that could end your debt faster and easier than you thought possible. Visit donewithdebt.com. That's donewithdebt.com. Welcome back to the President's Daily Brief. China's military is ramping up its aggressive moves against Taiwan, sparking a wave of concern in the region, as if the region, and to be fair, much of the world, wasn't already experiencing angst over China's intentions towards the island nation. Just this week, the People's Liberation Army sent an unprecedented 150 warplanes toward Taiwan. On Monday alone, 103 Chinese aircraft came uncomfortably close to Taiwanese airspace within a single 24-hour period. 
Taiwan's Ministry of National Defense called the incursions, quote, a recent new high in Chinese military provocations. What's even more alarming is that 40 of the fighter jets crossed the line into Taiwan's air defense identification zone. It's a symbolic boundary separating the island from mainland China. China's military has made a habit over recent years of crossing back and forth into the zone in sporadic demonstrations of air power. Now, this all comes hot on the heels of another aggressive act by China. As we reported on the PDB last week, its navy sent a flotilla of ships, including the aircraft carrier Shandong, into waters near Taiwan as part of a large-scale naval exercise. So what's behind China's aggressiveness? Well, essentially, at the 30,000-foot level and in long-term play, China is working to challenge American military dominance in the region. A shorter-term factor is that these actions are essentially a political move aimed at influencing Taiwan's upcoming presidential elections in January. The ruling Democratic Progressive Party, which leans toward formal independence for Taiwan, is clearly a thorn in China's side. Beijing prefers opposition candidates who are more open to working with the mainland and publicly deferential, or at least not antagonistic to the CCP. Now, let's turn to New York City, where the UN General Assembly continues its annual gathering. Aside from constant traffic gridlock as police barricade a variety of streets and diplomat-filled suburbans crisscross the city heading to posh restaurants, what else is happening? Well, just yesterday, in a display of solidarity, U.S. President Biden and Ukrainian President Zelensky teamed up to spotlight the ongoing crisis in Ukraine. In his address to the Assembly, President Biden called for more international support for Ukraine and issued a stark warning against appeasing Russian President Vladimir Putin. Biden declared, quote, The U.N. General Assembly is darkened by the shadow of an illegal war by Russia against Ukraine. Russia alone bears responsibility for this war and has the power to end it immediately. Meanwhile, Zelensky accused Russia of genocide against Ukrainians. He also slammed Russia for deporting thousands of children and for weaponizing essentials like food and energy. He called for continuing support and asked that Putin's regime be prosecuted for war crimes. The two leaders, Biden and Zelensky, are next scheduled to meet at the White House on Thursday for what's expected to be a joint press conference, according to Ukrainian sources. That's something we'll definitely keep an eye on and cover in detail here on the PDB. Now, having not attended yesterday's UN events, I'm not sure if any of the attendees pointed out the fact that Russia, currently in its second year of warmongering, still holds a seat on the five-seat UN Permanent Security Council. If I were a cynic, I'd say that's about all you need to know concerning the seriousness and usefulness of the UN as a global peacekeeping entity. All right, in today's Back of the Brief segment, is the U.S. Senate ditching suits for shorts? Majority Leader Chuck Schumer announces a relaxed dress code on the Senate floor, in part, apparently, due to Pennsylvania Senator John Fetterman's tendency to dress like a 12-year-old skateboarder. No disrespect to skateboarders. I'll be right back. Hey, Mike Baker here. Let me take less than a minute to talk about one of my favorite subjects, cigars. Now, there's something about great cigars, right? They require you to slow down a bit. 
They promote conversation and camaraderie. And when you're talking great cigars, of course, well, you're talking Foundation Cigar. It's where tradition meets innovation and where craftsmanship reigns supreme. I hope by now, after listening to me bang on about Foundation Cigar, that you've wandered down to your local cigar shop to give them a try. I'm a big fan of Foundation Cigar, that is clearly obvious, including their latest offering, the Wise Man Corojo and Madura. Inspired by Nicaraguan heritage and handcrafted in collaboration with my father's cigars, these cigars are the pinnacle of rich flavor and bold character. They really are the perfect gift for cigar lovers in your life. Maybe it's your pop, maybe it's your brothers, your friends, and of course, don't forget yourself. Go get a few, have them on deck for your next gathering, perhaps on the golf course or it's poker night, wherever you and your pals are getting together. Be a hero, bring out the foundation cigars. Ignite your senses and indulge in the artistry of these premium cigars from Foundation Cigar. You can check out their website, foundationcigar.com, or you can purchase them at a local cigar shop near you. Mike Baker here. I want to take just a minute to talk about something of real importance to you and your family's financial well-being, and that's life insurance. Look, I know it's not everyone's favorite topic, and, and a lot of folks avoid talking about it or they put it off thinking it's too costly or too complicated or you'll get to it some other day. And it's true, finding the right policy on your own can be time-consuming and complex. But I'm here to tell you, life insurance is an important safety net for your family. And that's why I'm happy to tell you about Policy Genius. Policy Genius is the country's leading online insurance marketplace. It saves you time and money so you can provide your family with a financial safety net starting today. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 per year for a million dollars of coverage. Some options offer same-day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. Now, for me, having an appropriate life insurance policy, well, it means less stress, less worry. I know that my amazing wife and our kids will be properly taken care of and provided for should something happen to me. Now, back when I was in the market for life insurance, and that was a while back, I did my searching the old-fashioned way. Lots of telephone calls, paperwork, faxes, maybe even a beeper. I would have loved to have Policy Genius to streamline the whole process. Policy Genius helps you compare all your options from top companies and provides a team of unbiased, licensed experts to walk you through the decision making. You can compare quotes with just a few clicks, find just the right policy, and Bob's your uncle. And they've got thousands of five star reviews on Google and Trustpilot from customers who found the best fit for their needs. Check life insurance off your to-do list in no time with Policy Genius. Head to policygenius.com or click the link in the description to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's policygenius.com. Welcome back to the PDB. In today's Back of the Brief, some fashion news from Washington, D.C., not normally known for setting style trends. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer is instructing the Senate's Sergeant-at-Arms to stop enforcing the chamber's informal dress code. This policy shift is a win for Pennsylvania Senator John Fetterman, voted most likely to not wear a suit and tie. Fetterman's had his gym shorts and hoodie look for years. It was apparently something of a trademark for him while he was a local and state politician in Pennsylvania. Now, while occasionally seen wearing a suit since his election to the U.S. Senate, he more often than not walks the corridors of power looking like Adam Sandler in search of a pickup game. Fetterman continued sporting the same duds after returning to the Senate following treatment this year for clinical depression. 
So, when does the new fashion freedom kick in? A Senate official confirms the updated rule will take effect this week. But now don't expect a staff to join the casual wave. They are still required to stick to the traditional dress code. And here's a fun fact you can toss out at parties. Senators have always found creative ways to bend the rules. I know, you find that shocking. As an example, they've always been allowed to cast votes from the edge of the Senate floor, keeping one foot in the cloakroom just specifically to dodge the unwritten dress code. Two things can be true at the same time. In this case, there are far more important things for senators to worry about than whether they're allowed to wear shorts or caprants or overalls or a snood. At the same time, it's the U.S. Senate. Perhaps the informal dress code was designed to show respect to the institution. Regardless, as the saying goes, dress for the job you want, not the job you have. Which makes you wonder what job Senator Fetterman wants. And that, my friends, is the President's Daily Brief for Wednesday, September 20th. If you have any questions or comments, reach out to us at pdb at thefirsttv.com. I'm Mike Baker. Until tomorrow, stay informed, stay safe, stay cool. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.